big pimping sipending cheese. It'd be funny if you really did try to go buy something with actual cheese. Imagine if imagine <laughs> cheese was currency. Mm-hmm. Oh, like actual cheese. What do you think is big the would be like the most expensive cheese. current like with the highest? I don't currency. know, but. I don't know, but if you were bringing something up to the um, tell, like let's say you went to like a bodega, mm-hmm. right? And you were buying like a water, maybe like a six pack or mm-hmm. something. You know what the clerk would say when you got there? That you're spending cheese. Got any cheese? <laughs> wow. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. There's no homework, so there's no excuses to not be at the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. <laughs> I'm your old buddy, Pat. Good to see you. What's up? Good to see you. Um, not a lot. Did you get that one? There's no homework. Yeah, so Coach no Anderson Armstrong said it. Seemed a bit like... That was like wrong in some ways. He's like, so he lets the kids off to fucking try to convince them to go to his this stupid football. I mean, game. he's the coach and the math teacher, so but he doesn't want to grade that homework. He was like, I'm not going to give you any long division tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Calculus, pre-calculus, geometry, trigonometry, algebra one, algebra two. Just I know math. Reading all the subjects. I know math. <laughs> what are you fucking fucking with me? I know math. You think I don't know math, broomheads? I know. Test me. I know all math. Isosceles. Boom. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, well, what's a good math question? <laughs> a squared plus B squared equals C squared. Do you think I don't know math? I'm like fucking uh, Will Hunting up in this piece. Are, are you confrontational? He's like, what kind of Will Hunting are you? <laughs> good. I'm the good okay. one. I'm a good. You're not the I'm bad a one. Good Will Hunting. <laughs> I know all math. I do not. I was never particularly good at math. How about you? Of course you were. I was good at everything. I was good at math. I wasn't good at everything, though. What were you not good at? Up here we go. Screech you to a halt. You can't even think of one thing, broomheads. Uh, A lot. I'm not good at a lot. Are you talking school subjects or like? School subjects. What was your worst? This is great. Okay. What was your worst school subject? Let's talk like. What do you want to talk like high school or you want to talk like lower than that? It's like elementary school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cooperation. I'm bad at. Cooperation. <laughs> what was your worst subject? I got A's. The one I got, I got one B plus in computer science. Computer science. Why am I being so confrontational? I don't know. You've, you've got like a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Wipe this dirt off my shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Start the, start the Jay-Z references <laughs> mm-hmm. now. Um, what was your worst subject? Uh, I mean, I was good at math, so I was like fucking humility. In that was the, the higher, was in the higher math. <laughs> but I, I actually found all like my report cards recently because they were all in my dad's office, and uh, uh, I still like had plenty of like lower grades in those high math classes and stuff as well. Oh, so, so you like, suck at math? Yes and no. <laughs> nah, you sucked at it. What'd you get a B B on it? Like a B in like calculus BC. <laughs> BC? What's a BC? That was the second level. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I thought that was a grade, a BC. Yeah. 
Before Christ. Before Christ. <laughs> It was a B. Did you hear when I said your worst subject was humility? Or no? I did, did hear, hear that. that. I did hear okay. that. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. in case you didn't hear. That was a funny one. Yes, so I, I, to, I heard it. I heard it. Um, I was like, okay, in like English and history, but I'm really good at like remembering things. So like, you know, and I would get more nervous about having to really put those things together. I hated any kind of public speaking thing mm. that I had to do and like would avoid school for that. Yeah. It's interesting when you think back, like history is just regurgitating the thing that you read in the yeah. book. Even though maybe the book is probably like the pilgrims, yeah. but you still have to say it because that's in the book. Yeah. You know? yeah. The, the, the pilgrims. <laughs> we, I remember doing a really great group project about the depression. <laughs> with oh, nice. Some of my friends that I'm still friends with today. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Who did you play in the depression? <laughs> with an apple seller. <laughs> You know what I'm not good at is acting. <laughs> I, no, I don't buy that. I, don't I can't. I can't I've, at all. Look, I have, we have had to go back and record things, re-record things that have already been said because somebody said, like, because somebody like stepped on the line mm-hmm. in this podcast, mm-hmm. and you're great at it. That's different, right? I'm good at voice acting. Mm, all right, that's voice <laughs> acting. That's true. That's a very good point. That's I could, I could do um, animation. Mm-hmm. You know who was a great student? Who was a great student? Steve Steve Urkel. <laughs> I mean, are you saying that because family. he's a nerd? Are you saying that because yeah, he was yes, actually a course. good student? No, of course he's a fucking nerd. Because sometimes the popular kids can also be very good students. Well, Laura Winslow is an excellent mm-hmm. student. She's a perfect example of a very popular person who was also an excellent mm-hmm. student from that show, Family Matters. Mm-hmm. But Urkel, it, you know what? I don't know. I was just assuming that because Urkel was a nerd that he was a good student. I bet he had a lot of pocket squares. Mm-hmm. Well, he wore a lot of T-shirts, though. He wasn't like into, he didn't wear like, he wore that one T-shirt. It was like red and blue stripes and then the yellow suspenders, yeah. remember? But why, why wear suspenders with a T-shirt? <laughs> I have a lot of questions fucking, about family he's matters. She's a nerd, Rach. She's a nerd. <laughs> And then, of course, Stefan Arkell was not a nerd. Oh, no, no. And now everyone has reclaimed the nerd, and we've talked about this before. <clears throat> yes, we talked about this. They've reclaimed their remember. inner Steve Urkel. Was Steve, Stefan Arkell, I don't remember. I don't know if you'll remember. Was he a real, real? Or was he like a, a dream? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Or was he actually Urkel or was he like Urkel's cousin or something? I think he was Urkel's cousin or something like that. And it <laughs> was literally so. just. I don't think that's what it was. I think like it was he a dream. made a wish and became, became like Stefan Urkel. It was some kind of fuck. That show was. Well, yeah, why would they have the same name? Remember they had another daughter that just disappeared at some point. Yeah. They figured it's like the kids watching it probably didn't notice. <sighs> oh my God. I noticed. Mm-hmm. I was like, where's your other daughter? <laughs> And then you know, and then there was one episode where um, I remember uh, they were like, "Where is?" I can't remember what her name was. The character. They were doing a bit where they were like trying to like make a joke about how there was like a girl there mm-hmm. and she's not there anymore. And then, of course, Urkel went, "Did I do that?" <laughs> Got you. I fuck line and sinker. I fished <laughs> you right in on that one. I fished you right in on that. You had no idea Mm-mm. I was doing a bit. Mm-mm. No idea. We're not, but of course we're not here 
to talk about Urkel. Not today. I mean, probably also today, but who knows? We'll see where we'll see where the night takes us. We're not here to talk about what subjects we were were not good at in school, though this is a school television show. It is. So it, does yeah. kind of, it does kind of make sense to talk about that. But we're not here to talk about that because we're here to talk about Degrassi. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to me to not say Degrassi. I know. I was ready to jump in and say it, and I was like, nope, hold your tongue. No, hold it. You got to hold your tongue because this is, again, this is not your grandmother's Degrassi. It's Mm-mm. not your mother's Degrassi. Mm-mm. It's not your uncle's Degrassi. It's not your grandfather's Degrassi. I'd go so far as to say it's not even your older sister's Degrassi or your older brother's Degrassi. It is. Neither one of us have Degrassi. an older brother or sister. Mm-mm. But some people. But do. we might have an imaginary one like Stefan Arkell. Right, that's true. This is your younger sister or younger brother's Degrassi. This is just Degrassi. Gotcha. Of course, more specifically, it's Degrassi episodes 1005. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And 1006. Yep. Which are the 191st and the 192nd episodes of Degrassi the Next Generation. I really fumbled. The 191st? Colin Firth? Uh, but Colin Firth two was partners, nominated for something last night, and I was like, oh, he was in a limited series? It was in the White Lotus, right? Was it every nominee from every Emmy <laughs> award last night from the White Lotus? I don't know. You saw it. Was he and in the it? winner is Ted Lotus. <laughs> That's who won everything. Ted Lotus. Ted Lotus. Uh, 151st episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. It's called 99 Problems. 99 Problems is, of course, a Jay-Z song. So, Rachel, we're in the modern times. What's your favorite Jay-Z song? I think it's interesting that the first three that they've uh, picked for these are people that I know like the singles of, but I have never gone any deeper on any of them. Well, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You can. Yeah. The best songs are tend sometimes to be the singles. You're thinking eight fuel deep cuts just went through your head, and you were like, "Well, actually." <laughs> well, I was just thinking. I was like, maybe there's a song I would like better if I knew all the deep cuts. You know. From Jay Z, mm-hmm. maybe there's a lot of great songs. They're mostly all great. But what's your favorite? I said, I said, "Dirt Off Your Shoulder." It's I don't like love it, love it, but I don't like love a lot of the singles that I know. They're like okay, <coughs> concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Is that your favorite? No, that's so, so stupid. It's my mom's favorite. That's it's, like every yeah. like every mom in America loves. Uh, concrete jungle where dreams are made mm-hmm. of and fucking uptown funk mm-hmm. dirt off your shoulder is a great song it's on my short list mm-hmm. it's a very good song mm-hmm. i was um the summer going into my junior year i believe when reasonable doubt came out mm-hmm. and you couldn't live in new york city mm-hmm. and not have mm-hmm. that be something mm-hmm. so I, I can't not pick something from Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn's Finest with Biggie Smalls. Mm-hmm. And then Biggie would, be, would die shortly after. Yeah. Uh, Dead Presidents 2, mm-hmm. which, uh, where he samples Nas, and then uh, years later would uh, write one of the greatest diss tracks in history about Nas, where he says, like, of course, I sampled your voice because you weren't using it right. Oh, wow. 
that, the line that's, is that's like, a burn. The line is like, you, you had a hot line, I turned it into a hot song. And then they would reunite at the mm-hmm. at, in New Jersey for a big show, and they would tour together. So, you know, it was okay. all thing. Okay. Jay-Z is heavy bones big time for me. Not heavy bones, it's not sad. But you, but, yeah, well, but it's also like being from New York. I think that makes a big oh difference. God. Yeah. Streets is watching <laughs> where I'm from. Big pimpin', 444. Mm-hmm. Can't knock the hustle. Can mm-hmm. I get up? Encore, rock boys, imaginary players, ignorant shit, the aforementioned takeover. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Dead Presence too, but it's Izzo is a fun mm-hmm. one if you're going because reasonable doubts like the hard shit mm-hmm. before he was like making pop records. But come on. Come on. Fucking big pimping. I don't like big pimping. Because you don't like the message. Well, part of it, yeah. I don't like yeah. spending cheese. Well, yeah, I understand. I, I want to. I just want to eat my cheese. <laughs> Not gonna do. <laughs> Streets is watching is so good. Mm-hmm. Those first like four up to blueprint. Mm-hmm. I think there's something in there that's like not great. And but then does I it go to say, well, you know, I was thinking about the fact that like, you know, out of the stuff that I do know, most of it is like pre 2009. Like, yeah, well, up to when concrete jungle where dreams are made of it's like i guess so yeah so i'm like like and i scream i don't know if that's just like a shift in where i'm hearing music like i'm maybe just not hearing stuff like i go to the grocery store and i might hear some things on the radio but that's not what i'm hearing so like where am i hearing stuff oh three bonnie and clyde the Mm -hmm. the genesis of the of the of the long-lasting marriage between him and beyonce Mm mm-hmm Gotta shout out Hard Knock Life because, like, it's kind of silly, but mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking dope, too. Like, the brain that came up with the idea of, like, doing that, mm-hmm. having the Annie loop, mm-hmm. and then Jay-Z just being confident enough to be like, yeah, that fucking works. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's ballsy. Because yeah. that is a play for the mainstream from a very, oh, yeah. like, respected and, like, hard artist and he's mm-hmm. like no nah, let's do it let's make all the mm-hmm. money not a businessman i'm a business man come on mm-hmm. sean carter baby uh love him legendary legend one of the greatest rappers of all time some would pick nas over him those people are crazy illmatic is good. also in takeover where he talks about uh, he's all of Nas's albums, and he's like, Ill, he talks about how great Illmatic is, and he's like, that's averaging one great album over ten years. It's like, oh man, he's wow, right. he's right. Nas is dope though, Queensbridge baby. I gotta take Nas aside because that's Queens, and Jay Z mm-hmm. is Brooklyn. Yeah, um, but I love Jay Z. So excited to have Ninety Nine Problems is a great song, but that's a bad message too, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- that, but that's the problem of, like, a lot of, like, music that was coming out, and, like, all different genres from the 90s and 2000s. A lot of things that people say are pretty terrible, especially about women. Like, that's just what was happening. Can I get a fuck you? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I can't say any of the words that follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can go up to, can I get a fuck you? And that's all I should be able to do. Yeah. 
That's how we do it. Jay-Z, baby. I'm ha- I'm psyched. It's fun doing. I don't know who's next, but um, it's, it's fun to like. Not, I Somebody had written somebody. Wonderful Broomhead posted um, a, a Instagram story mm-hmm. about a cold open from an episode in the fourth season. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first episode of the fourth season. So I was like, oh, I went back and I listened to it. And it was the Labor Day episode of that year, which we just had, wherein we have the fucking same goddamn conversations. You're like, did you labor? And it's like, you just just did that. (laughs) And then it was Peter Gabriel. Uh And it's literally because we just had a Peter Gabriel not that long, not that long ago. And we I think we picked the same song, which good for us. But you're all all about Sledgehammer, the music video. It's like we tell the same story. Stories. There's so many episodes of the show. It's so hard not to. Yeah. But it was. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I we we had like if you listen to those two episodes back to back, it's like the same conversation. So it's fun now. We have definitely not talked about any of these artists, and that's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Except for Alanis Morissette. Is she coming up? I don't know. I don't know. That's not lip service. I mean, and also there's a lot of 80s bands that were still making music in the 90s, so. Right, yeah, but I think these seem to be like, I can't, I'll do Alanis Morissette again. I like Alanis Morissette. And then we can check she if has, we... She has a new album out that's just like meditation music. It's like the kind of thing that you would hear if you went to like a spa, to like relaxing music, but it's surprisingly good. It's all music that's just the break from right before. Uh, Here, can you handle this? <laughs> Did you think about your bills? It's that point, that portion. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think about your bills, your ex, your deadlines, or when you think you're going to die? I love that song. That's my favorite. Oh, well. We're not, <laughs> not today. Not today. No, no, no. We're here for 99 problems. But... A lovely woman is not one. Is it time who's for my the, blurb? Who's the bitch in this episode? I think it's more about the problems and less about that. So there's 99 problems in this episode? I mean... Seems standard amount of problems for a Degrassi episode. By that rationale, <laughs> you could call any episode 99 problems, right? There's three problems. There's yeah. three stories going on. There's a problem in each of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yes, Marissa... The, the the Marissa Memorial, she's alive, but we yeah. call this the Marissa Memorial <laughs> Blurb. Okay. <clears throat> I've got 99 problems, and Riley coming out is somehow still one of them. <laughs> Apparently, so are friends and popularity for Allie. Meanwhile, Casey has a real problem. His mom is out of jail. Yikes. Stripes. Fruit stripes. How, how are we? Like, I thought that Riley came out. Like, and now this no, is he still... Didn't. But didn't he like with the at the above the dot like? Well, he went to the gay night at above the dot, but it was only other gay people there, and and Hot Peter, who's as we know, oh. is an ally. He's a full ally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, out with I the heteros is what he said, right? I'll say this much for the A story, which is Riley. Mm-hmm. This is what I've wanted them. This is the story I have wanted them to tell, mm-hmm. which is. The idea that it's very hard for him to come out 
because of the extra weight of being a jock and a football player. This is the story that I've like wanted them to tell, but they're still not really telling it. No. They're still just like, it's so surface. It's like, mm -hmm. I can't do it because they're going to make fun of me. And then like, they make fun of the one guy for Chaz. What's his name? Zane. James. I knew there was a Z. I knew there was a Z. You got to give me credit. You didn't know where it was. <laughs> you got to give me credit for that. That was very close. It was a four-letter word and four-letter name, and one of the letters was a Z. Yeah. Chas um, can be with an S sometimes, though, too. Chas? <laughs> You're talking about Chas? Chas. I only recognize Chas Bono, and that is with a Z. So that's all I can tell you. Chas? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about chess. Um, oh my but, goodness. So I guess we should get into it. Peck any gristle on that chisel? Did you did you get that line in the nope. when they were when they were doing the push-ups and stuff in the in the fucking room? Oh Him my and god, Chaz, I that one. And Chaz was like, Peck any gristle on that chisel. I don't really know what that means. Why you're just gonna call him Chaz now? What's his name? Zane. Zane, Zane Lowe. Um yeah. uh I don't understand what that means. Peck any gristle. Cause mm -hmm. is he saying like, cause what would gristle be like? Fat gristle is like the gross bits, right? Like tendons and shit. So Ligaments. is he saying like you're too cut, put a little, I, that line doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, you don't want to put the gristle on. You want less of that. It's, it's not good. Also, I looked it up in Chaz with an S is a name. Chas, it's Chas. Don't say Chas. <laughs> There's no way. Don't say Chas. It's Chas. You know what I have a hard time with? Well, Hola. you know what it is, is that I think it derives from England where they use an S instead of a Z in all of their words. So recognizes with an S. So they would say Chas with an S like a Z. Is that why people, some people <laughs> pronounce the S in Joseph as a Z? Is that like Joseph? I hate that. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> I hate that. I just tweeted that like three days ago. I think I tweeted like what's with pronouncing the S in Joseph like a Z. I don't know where I saw it, but somebody did it. It's, it's a wonderful life. I feel like the uh, ages Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> what do you anyway. say, Joseph? Chess. <laughs> Chess. <laughs> it's my sister, Chess. Oh, yeah. Your sister, Chess. Hello, Chess. Chassandra. 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 Um, so, I mean, so this is the story we should have seen like ages ago about Riley, but also, I, I don't know. I'm just like so not invested in his story because yeah. we keep doing like, and it's funny because how many times do we talk about the fact that like Degrassi <laughs> just glosses over things and I'm like, they're spending too much time on that. I agree. <laughs> well, but I think compared to every other story, it's like, no, we're, we're spending too much time on this. Riley Stavros is a, is just a bore. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. He's just, he's a just bore. not an interesting character. He has got a new kind of haircut. This kind season. of. Yeah. He says really weird things to people too. Like what? Something about gristle. No, I think Chaz, sorry, Zane says that to, <laughs> Riley. Yeah. I could be. I don't wrong. think I wrote down any weird lines that he said in this one, but he has in other episodes. So basically, it's the beginning of the football season. Riley is basically tells Zane, he's like, dude, 
Sorry, summer was great, man, but I gotta bounce. <laughs> like I can't hang out with you. Yeah. Nobody can see me talk to you. It's like, do you have no like fucking self awareness of like what a piece of shit you look like when you do shit? No, like that? he's got none. He doesn't care. He doesn't want anybody even like thinking that there could possibly be anything to his friendship with Zane. And Zane is like, you know what, dog? I'm gonna fucking try out for the football team. They need a kicker, and I'm fucking ripped to the gills this guy mm-hmm. is he needs some gristle on that chisel let me tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> so as soon as he gets into the locker room everybody knows that he's gay so mm-hmm. all of the because well, he's not, out and proud right not all of the one football player oh speaking of which that football player that we meet is owen who becomes a character later and from what i know of that actor he's an asshole like the in real life mm. like a trumpy kind of asshole well you know when you're that good i'm just kidding just kidding <laughs> oh he's a big she's a big uh he's 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 a big maga i think so i don't remember the details i just have heard bits and pieces on the uh the old degrassi wire was always a big fan of degrassi that's my new trump because he's not, he doesn't really do this anymore. He's more like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the guy who was making fun of the gay guy in the locker room. Is that your, is that your, your favorite? Yeah. That's Trump. That's Trump's favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring, he's been in many, many shows. Anyway, so Riley, is, so Zane is going to, try to be on the football team this is also like all and and now we're being reintroduced for the fucking 97th time to drew who has been around since three years ago now i feel like yes um and he's like hey i transferred from my old school because i want to be qb1 that's Mm -hmm. that's that's the starting quarterback yes i i figured out that lingo pretty quickly yeah and riley was like dog you're a junior he's like yeah but i was the youngest qb1 qb1 on my it's like being the first chair in violin i guess so does the first chair, chair and violin run the offense, Rachel? Yes. Oh, well, then, yeah, it's exactly All like the that. other violins follow your lead. Oh, then you're, it's exactly like that. Mm-hmm, perfect, mm-hmm, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. One of the best analogies. Only the best. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when I said I was going to stop? I haven't done Trump in so long. I know. So he's like, I'm going to be the QB. He's like, dog, you're not going to be the QB. This is Riley talking. I'm going to be the captain. I'm the best player on the team. Everybody seems to acknowledge that that is the case. He's the best player on the team. Mm -hmm. As we get closer to, it's very odd because the coach doesn't pick the team until the day of the football game, which would leave them no time to strategize. I have no idea why that is the timing of this, but you know what? Degrassi, everything happens in three days. Michael Grassi was like, eh, no one's going to care. That's my, this is my Michael Grassi. Eh, you know, eh, nobody's going to care. <laughs> eh, nobody's going to care about that. That's what he says. What did we find out? Michael Grassi's like a big, oh, he's does the Pretty Little Liars reboot. Mm-hmm. He does. Wow. And something else, too. Pretty Little Liars OG, maybe? No. No. May, well, I mean, maybe, but yeah. wasn't that the same time as this? Yeah, um, probably. 
around what's the same the, time. What's the one with like Archie Riverdale? He writes oh, on right. Riverdale. Oh, right. Drew overhears a conversation between Drew and Drew. And Drew hears the conversation. Drew hears between the conversation Drew. between Drew and Drew. Drew and, and Chaz. Drew and Drew, <laughs> Drew, he sees that Drew Barrymore and Chas Bono. Uh-huh. Um, a conversation. <laughs> I found something that makes you genuinely laugh. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. lean on this mm-hmm. forever now. Uh, he overhears a conversation Riley is having with Zane. Again, the same, they only have one conversation and it's Zane being like, why don't you show everybody who you really are? And Riley saying, I can't do that because I, then I can't be the captain of the team. And it's like, why? No one really, I mean, it's just the one guy. Yeah. And he's like a Trumpy asshole, which they didn't know Trump back then. No. I mean, they knew Trump, but they knew him as like the guy from WrestleMania. (laughs) And so, so, um. Drew overhears it, mm-hmm. and Drew goes up to Riley and mm-hmm. says, I'm going to blackmail you. I'm going to tell everybody unless you let me be the quarterback. To which, at this point, I would, like, sock this guy right in his nose. I know you, Rachel, don't like Want to sock people? You don't want to sock anyone in their nose. You don't want to see people get socked in the nose. But I, you got to admit, if anyone was going to get socked in the nose... It would have been Drew. This guy ain't a bad choice. Just one quick sock. It's what's funny about this is that then this whole thing escalates and I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't really change like the blackmailing. Like that's still really bad. Like we should acknowledge that. (laughs) But obviously Riley doesn't want anyone to know he's gay. So he's never going to acknowledge that. Yeah. Riley Stavros. Mm -hmm. So basically Riley's like, hey, rest of the football team. Let's haze him. So mm-hmm. that's the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then the second episode of The Boiling Point, it reached the boiling point when they taped him to a fucking pole. And I was like, that's not hazing. I mean, it's hazing, but it's also like not that bad. No. What did you think? Because you, you traditionally, mm-hmm. these kind of things, these, you don't like these kinds of things. Well, what I, I mean, it's bullying. It's hazing. It's not good. But what I, I found it. really, what I found interesting about it is that his mom immediately came to the school and like this immediately escalated in a way that I was just like, this mom seems like a bit much. Hazing and bullying is bad. I agree. But this was like a play. This was like a prank. And Drew didn't seem that bothered by it. He didn't either, care. So. <laughs> it was like probably like a little embarrassing, but it wasn't bullying. Like, you should kill yourself or no. like you're like, it was it, it, look, none of it's good, but this was a team. It wasn't even like they like knocked them with like a soap mm-hmm. or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a thing. I feel like the people doing knock them with the soap or like whip them with towels and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a harmless. I felt like this would almost be more of like a prank. They weren't hiding who they were. They weren't like trying to humiliate him. I guess they were kind of trying. They were trying to embarrass him for sure. And yeah. and Riley's MO was bad because he doesn't like this guy. No. And the thing is, is that Drew is trying to, he thinks that he deserves QB1, which like Coach Anderson Armstrong does not think he deserves it. And so he's blackmailing his way into getting this thing 
by saying that he's going to out Riley, which is real shitty. Like that's worse bullying to me. That's way worse. And I'm like, yeah, like taping someone to not or like Saran wrapping them to the flagpole is like not great. But like Drew didn't a wasn't that bothered by it, and b like that's not that bad in comparison to blackmailing someone. Like no, it's a real re- regular flagpole set up. I'm not sick, <laughs> but I'm not well. So there's like this whole thing where Drew's this whole thing where Drew's mom comes into the school with Coach Anderson Armstrong and Principal Snake Simpson, and describes this incident. Um, and Drew's mom is a lot. She's a lot, and how someone must know. And it's like, well, Drew obviously knows, but he's like, oh, I couldn't see them; they were wearing masks. And then Riley later was like, that was cool of you not to. Yeah, but the mom even points Riley out. She's like, my son is coming for your quarterback job. You think I believe that you don't know? Dude, this is the kind of mom who fucks shit up for her kid, you know? Yeah, this is just to let her kid get the things that they need, not necessarily because it's right. And also, like, make... Like, this is a situation where I'm like, yes, like, that it is bad. I understand why you want to report it, blah, 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 but it's like... It seems more so for like bad reasons. Like she's also trying to get her son to be QB one. QB one, yeah. You love this QB. You love this this QB1. inside. It's like inside uh, football. you know the dead queen QE two. Queen Elizabeth. She's dead. She's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> What'd you watch? Did you watch all the funerals? Did that happen already or not? Or what? No, I think it's next week. Uh, you're gonna watch it. I mean, what is there to watch? A funeral. I will still have work mm. in the UK. They get a day off now next Monday. Fuck the Royals. Bank holidays, funerals and weddings. It's, I mean, you have to deal with a monarchy, but the extra bank holidays are you not You know what so I bad. always say? What? Because we'll never be Royals. Yada, da, 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 Yada, da, 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 Let me live that fantasy. I fucking love Lord, though, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't know the words to the that part of Royals. I know all pretty much. I know every word to all of melodrama. The whole album starts to finish. Mm-hmm. That's a better album. Homemade dynamite. So this leads into like more blackmailing, essentially, um, and <laughs> and eventually, like Riley's kind of dealing with this whole thing, and it leads to my favorite moment of. Ooh. The whole episode, which is when Riley's staring at the trophy case and we learn that Degrassi has had a team for more than two years, which is what we've been led to believe by this show, that there was not a football team before the last class was here. Oh, really? Oh, right. (laughs) And Jane was on it. Yeah. And they're just, he's looking at all these old photos and like, you know, like the best player of all these years going back and back and like looking at that spot for 2010, 2011, like that could be mine. Look at our famous football team. But you did you did you like when Riley was wistfully looking at all those trophies? I did not remember. I did like that. I did not remember that there was like a to do about how there was not a, a, a football team. Well, I just think there was not any notice Talk of a football team. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because like, so okay, so. Drew is basically being like, if you don't let me be the quarterback, which first of all, it's not really his decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm coming back to the whole trophy case thing. I'm just taking now. I'm taking like a roundabout. Uh, so route, yeah. So he's like, 
you have to let me be the the captain of the football team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, well, if you you would never give that up because like that's a good thing for like moving college. forward, like college and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was like, oh yeah, but it's the grass the Degrassi team, which probably stinks, so it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> so he really doesn't care. It's not like he's giving up. A, that's what what's funny about how you were talking about how like the, we have not heard about a team in yeah. all the se- seasons of watching the show. Yeah, but they stink. So that's why Riley that's why. isn't that bummed out about it. Yeah, that's why like when Allie wants people to go to the game with like no one wants to go because they're so bad. Allie has moments in this episode where like she's not great and I like just still love her unconditionally mm-hmm. no matter what i just love <laughs> she's like a sweet like she she just means well sometimes even when she doesn't mean well i still love her and none of it's particularly like harmful so even no. though i'm like this is really shallow and stupid it's it is not, totally but i love her she's not anyway. blackmailing anyone she's not so Riley says to Drew, it was cool of you to not like rat on me. And Drew's like, fucking still offer still up, man. If you don't fucking give me your, your QB one position, I'm going to tell everybody. I'm like, this fucking guy sucks. So mm-hmm. he goes to coach Anderson Armstrong. He's like, you know, I don't think I should be the quarterback coach. Anderson Armstrong's like, dude, you're, you're a great leader. You're a great player. You always get mm-hmm. nervous before the games, but then you go out there and you kick butt. There's no way I would not have you be the quarterback. And um, and so he t- so this all leads up to game day, where mm-hmm. the team has not been chosen. The, the coach Anderson Armstrong has not decided who the starters are on the team, who's even on the team, and they are in 20 minutes getting on a bus to go play a football game. Now, whether you like football or don't like football, there's a lot of strategy that goes into playing football that you have to know who the players are and the players need to know who they are because they need to know what the plays are. And it's, this is so bath. This is crazy to me. And I'm not like Mr. Football. You know, I'm not Mr. Uh, John Madden over here. Mm-hmm. Were you QB one? I was not. No, I didn't have, my high school didn't have a football team. So yeah. had I had one, I definitely probably would have been playing something QB two or three probably. <laughs> but anyway, so we get to the day he's picking the team 20 minutes before they're about to get on the bus to go play the first game. And also, no, that might be baseball. Sorry. So he picks Riley and Drew is like, I thought you were. Oh, this is hilarious because Coach Anderson Armstrong is like, and for QB one. And he says, like, I picked someone who's an amazing player and person, like all these really nice things. Mm-hmm. And then right before he says it, like Drew walks, starts to walk forward. And Coach Anderson Armstrong is like, Riley Stavros. And Riley, like, fucking goes past him. Yeah, and, it was um, like, how full of himself is Drew? Like, yeah, we this guy doesn't barely, like. we barely met him. And it, when we've seen him in the other two chunks of episodes so far, he seems like a nice guy. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then this one, I'm like, nope, not not such a nice guy. He really does. He, ha- he does. You're right. Or at least like a kind of like harmless guy. Mm-hmm. So... He says to Riley, I thought we had a deal, man. And Riley was like, nah, changed my mind, dude. And then we get 
the re-entrance of Drew's mom, mm-hmm. who's like, you really think you're going to play this game even though you haven't punished anybody for saran wrapping my son to the flag? That apparently pole? literally happened the same day. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. Harvey Danger rules. <laughs> so she's like, you'll see, you're not even going to play football. So she raises a big stink. They go to the football game. They're getting off the bus. Coach Anderson Armstrong is getting off the cellular telephone. And he's like, got bad news, guys. Until the investigation finds out who put Saran wrapped this schmuck to the fucking pole, we're not allowed to play football. (laughs) Could you imagine? That is like football players. This is not a good thing. I'm not saying this is awful. But mm-hmm. football players do like the worst shit in the world and nothing ever. Ha- and this is not just pro football players. College, high school, they like beat around the bush and hide things forever to ensure that like the they change grades, teachers change grades, they don't report sexual assaults a lot to ensure that good football players play football and into grass. But I mean, maybe to grass is just a bit. Maybe it's the, you know what? I'm going to take this back and I'm going to say it's the culture of Snake Simpson. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. He was that like, they're going to cancel the games. They can't play football until a mm. tr- until a investigation has happened. Well, I feel like that's more so because Snake has been bullied by Drew's mom. <laughs> Interesting point. <laughs> Interesting point. True. But then at that point. Yeah. Riley, that interesting point. Riley tells Coach Anderson Armstrong that it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets. He his, sounds like he's about to say. Yes, that's a good point. That he's gay and he doesn't. And like, I wish that he had told Coach Anderson Armstrong what actually happened, because then Drew would not suddenly magically be the QB either. Well, this is your famous theory on the show. If you just fucking talk to people, ah, right, like. <laughs> Just have a conversation. Because when he did go up this to... This is why I like Ted Lasso. They have conversations on that show. <laughs> uh, golly gee, uh, you ever seen a squirrel go into a hen house and uh, have a uh, bowl of Cheerios? <laughs> That's my Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Ted, I haven't seen a squirrel go into a, a hen house with a bowl of Cheerios. Well, uh, golly gee shucks, just think about it. Here's a biscuit. <laughs> That's my Ted Lasso. It's it's very good. (laughs) (laughs) I love Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis is a person I I, I love. I love Jason. I'm just being a dick. He's never going to hear this. (laughs) (sighs) So where were we? The at the end of the game, the he the game. he tells. Well, it's not the, the oh, end of so the show. So we were saying how you said you always say if they if he went when he went up to Coach Anderson Armstrong and was like, "I want to talk to you," and he, what he said was, "I don't. I feel uncomfortable. I'm nervous. I don't want to be the quarterback." I mm-hmm. also thought maybe he was going to be like, "Listen, like because I do believe Coach Anderson Armstrong is a piece of shit who um, purposely." 
outed that woman for having a dildo in her bag Claire? so that Claire having a dildo in her bag so that her class could then bully her into submission. So he does suck. So maybe he's not the person to confide in because he'd probably just like make him stand up in the middle of the classroom. Be like, do you have something you want to tell all of the class Riley and then walk out and not even care. But he is an adult. I don't think he would do that. <laughs> no, of course not because it's a, it's a football player. It's a boy. Mm-hmm. So he would take care of him because it's someone that it's a it's a football player. Poor Claire. She's in a fucking Catholic schoolgirl uniform. I know. She's obviously a basket case. Is this a dildo? Show it to the class. <laughs> anyway, I'm never going to never hashtag never forget. Um, so we get so Riley admits that he did, in fact, put him saran wrap him to the it's like the movie meatballs it's like it really yes. is like a prank it is it is like that prank. mom too much i i really don't like that mom i'm curious when she comes back because i know i know that she'll be back i shouldn't tell you i shouldn't spoil it for you mm. spoil it for me I don't you care. like spoilers i don't care is it about to grassy yeah it's about to oh grassy. i don't care you can i don't care um Drew is Adam's brother. Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not spoiled yeah. by that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It should be noted in Drew's defense. He does say at one point. Well, not in his defense. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. But he does say, like, I don't care if you're gay. Like, he's not like a homophobe. He Which just was wants to was so... use it against yeah, him. Yeah, I know. That's what I was like. That actually makes it worse. Like, I, agree. I would prefer if, like, he knows he knows well enough to know that it would be really shitty to do that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I was not, I was like, in defense, but no, you're right. That's like way worse. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's not way worse. Being a homophobe is worse, but mm-hmm. knowing knowing it's all bad you know what it's yeah. all bad I'm, I'm watching riley right now looking at his reflection in the most valuable player <laughs> he wants that he wants that plaque. and he looks at a really bad picture of him and sav playing football last year i guess sav is too busy being president every I like lo- two I announcements have, <laughs> this is president sav i did like that <laughs> but i guess he's too busy being president to be on the football team this year this is President Sav. The bus to the game will be outside at three o'clock. I was like, what? I was like, this is great. That's what I want Sav to do. Not be on the show. Just make announcements. <laughs> you got your wish. You got your wish. Um, never be a ruler. Um, so it's game time. Riley has found out he's been suspended for five games. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and fucking this piece of shit. Drew's like, I'm really sorry with the way it turned out. And Riley's it's like, like, no, you're not like, you're not. He says that he goes, no, you're not. You're not at all. Yeah. But he says, so maybe you, and, and now like Drew's trying to be his friend. Yeah. Which is very weird. And, and to Riley's credit, he's not having it. He's like, do you want to maybe run plays with me? He's like, no, are you kidding? And Drew's like, well, you know, what else are you going to do for the next five games? And he's like, I'm p- practicing, planning on coming and taking your fucking spot away from you, you dickhead. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I was like, all right, Riley. Yeah, I did appreciate that. I was like, yeah, it was a dick move to saran wrap him to the pole, but only because on. he fucking wanted to blackmail you. His name is Riley Stavros, Stavros. You can call him QB. <laughs> 
one or two. <laughs> two at this point. I think he's QB none because he's QB none. You can call him QB. And then Riley has a conversation with Chaz. Chaz. Um, about, uh, you know, may, hopefully one day, like I can be all of me around everyone. Because earlier in the conversation, they had the conversation about the two Rileys. Yes. Which yeah, were the football Riley and the other Riley. Actual Riley. Yeah. And he, and Chas mm-hmm. said to mm-hmm. him, he, yeah, he was like, hopefully I'll see you on the field. Well, at least football Riley. And then Riley says, someday I hope it could be. Like all of me. Oh, mm-hmm. that was sweet. Pretty good stuff, I think. Yeah. Not- so we're moving on from the QB to the. Ooh. B story. I can't wait till we talk about the C story, which is uh, Jenna's headband. Oh my God. <laughs> she just wears like a strap of leather around her head and acts like that's a fashion statement that people were okay with. <laughs> that, loved- that, I mean, there's not a lot of most valuable outfits these days, but that headband. Whew. I mean, even I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jenna, by the way. Oh, I'm on the fence. Um, <laughs> and I like, it's funny what you said about Allie, because I feel I have very mixed feelings after this B story. Really? Um, well, no, it's just because it's like, wow. Like, I don't know. There's just a couple moments where I'm like, wow, Allie, really? She's very into being popular, but like, yeah. And this is like, yeah, it's popular, not great. but also a little bossy. Oh, at the dance. Let's talk about it. Let's squawk okay. about it. Okay. Let's squawk about it. Hit it. Run it these down. are these are 33 of our problems. Um, so so uh Allie has no friends, essentially, and like Claire is busy with yearbook, so she's like, Who am I gonna eat lunch with? I do love although she's like, I have no friends, she says to her friend. Like, I- <laughs> uh, and Claire's always like, uh, you have me. And she you're right. She does say, like, you always have your things that you're going. Yeah, she's got yearbook and she doesn't want to be like a dusty old lady taking pictures of everyone else having fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, good. so she decides when she sees a uh, power squad that she's going to try to try out. It's like they're still having some tryouts. They had already started earlier this week because I guess this has been like the first week of school. Yeah. Um, and they do all these cool things like the data cheerleader auction <laughs> And make a calendar, and she's like, I'm in. Because she just wants the popular friends. She doesn't really give a shit about Power Squad at all. No, yeah, she just wants to be on the team. She, um, Shantae is like, all right, you can come and join if you bring me a skinny latte Mm -hmm. and some spearmint gum. Mm -hmm. And Allie shows up to the tryouts in a retro uniform for the, for the power squad. Right. Because she, it was Darcy's uniform. Yes. Um, and they try to run some routines and Allie like cannot keep up. No, she's really bad. Mm -hmm. So she's does it. So then like the, so Shantae is like, if you want this, like you stink, you got to really try really hard. And she's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I will. And like she runs her through some dances and seems like it's going well. Mm-hmm. And then they post the power squad and she does not make it. Mm-hmm. So, which she and is she, upset about. And then she finds Chante and is like mad about it. And she's like, 
but you said all I needed to do was this and I'm not mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Shantae's like, well, there were 23 girls trying out and there were only five spots. She did say that, which is, um, yeah, that's, and, and that's right. Shantae. Oh, cause at one point she tells, she says to Shantae, she's like, I want your life. <laughs> anti-grapevine she just is like i Allie is like yeah she's very like just to be in b stories and never in an a story (laughs) shantae is all over the show lately though Mm -hmm. not in a way that is like driving the show in any sense but like you know she's there what are you gonna do she doesn't make the team she doesn't make the team and she's talking to claire about all of claire's clarific activities Mm -hmm. and how she just like doesn't fit in anywhere and Claire says to her, what do you do when life gives you lemons? Yeah. And Allie says, you throw them at Shantae. Yeah, you throw them at Shantae. Good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. And Claire essentially is like, why don't you start a club? Like, you can start a club for anything and yeah. it can be something that you care about. Yeah, so she decides she's going to start a dance club. Mm-hmm. And for like the second time recently, Allie is walking around with flyers in the school, this time not about the lamest boys at the school. Yeah. I think it's funny that she starts this dance club and it's so fucking lame at the beginning. Like when literally it's like just people like dancing. Sorry. Also, it's not the dance club. It's the big D dance crew. Sorry. <laughs> and crew definitely is a K. I oh, I'm imagine. sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. No the big um, D dance group. This was probably around the same time as Clownin' and Crumpin'. What's Clownin' and Crumpin'? <gasps> Do you not remember that? No, oh my god. There was a thing? there no no no. This oh. was like a dance craze of like 2009 2010. Oh, you know, was it was it in the New York was it in the New York Times because if it was in the New York Times no. I didn't see it. <laughs> Clowning and Crumping? Yeah. So, yeah, so this dance crew is fucking, they start it, and it's literally, they're just, like, dancing with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. fucking, they're at a dance. They're not even, like, doing, like, choreography or anything. Mm -mm. And then some It's great. Everyone just walks into the music room, and there's no dialogue. And Allie's just like, there are these weird, there are these weird twins who have the same (laughs) outfit on, and it's a little bizarre. And then some woman who I've it's not a woman, I guess she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Girl, not a girl, girl, not yet a woman. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's how that song goes. I just like <laughs> sang, <laughs> sang a song. <laughs> I know not a girl, not yet a woman, but I don't know how it goes. Who is this? I know it's a person whose name is Bianca, which we find out at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. Do we have we met this person? Um, no, we saw her in Shark in the Water. No, I know, but on no, the we show, have not. No, this show is like supposing that we know who this is, right? I mean, kind of. There's they kind no of throw, they do the same thing with Owen and Marisol, who are like two other characters who will appear m- more but are not in the opening credits. Yeah, but at least like oh, they say Marisol. Yeah. When did they say Bianca? Oh, they didn't, didn't until the it. end of this. Right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, so this yeah. woman shows up and she's like, girl, and she's fucking like, stomp. She's not even a good dancer, but like, no. <laughs> compar- yeah. Compared I was like, to am like I these- supposed to be impressed by this? I'm unclear. <laughs> like the sna- she's but, doing snaps. Well, the other thing that's interesting about it is that she whistles for everyone to stop to watch her. So I'm like, here's someone who is overly confident and yeah. I can't yeah. say that I like Bianca so far, what I know of her. 
I do give her some credit for like wanting to try to make the big D dance crew good, but she takes over Allie's club. Which I didn't like. I thought that was like not good. I didn't like that. No. But then by the end, she was like sort of the baby face of the group because then she was like, Allie was like, all I care about is being popular. Yeah. She was like, no, we care about dancing and we're not dancing at some fucking football game. Mm -hmm. We're not cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. which all right, enough of that shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Big D dance crew maybe has like a lot to offer compared to the power squad. Maybe so, but at the same time, don't drag the cheerleaders. Just because you don't want to do it doesn't mm-hmm. mean, like, mm-hmm. it's everyone's an idiot. Jen is a cheerleader, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. Jen is, wears that, oh, no, is she, yeah, she is. She wears that headband. She does. Mm-hmm. She sings Christian music. Mm-hmm. She sings non-Christian Christian music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Allie's like now. No one's gonna go to the she game with me. Secular Christian music. Do you say, is that a, is that Christian music? No, it's secular Christian music. It's it's Christian music. <laughs> it sounds but like it is. It's not about God. It sounds like it is, but it's really not. Um. So Allie's upset because she's gonna have to go to the game by herself, and Claire's like, "Don't worry, I'll go with you to this one." So Claire, she's like, "What about are- what about like Connor and those guys and stuff?" And she's like, "No, no." And she, so Claire goes with her. Um, Connor and Wesley, these two dorks. Yeah, she's like, "I don't want to hang out with those fucking losers." <laughs> Meanwhile, they're great. Um, so she goes to the game, and then President Sav shows up for one second. He's like, "Okay, now I get to introduce the Big D Dance Crew." And Allie's like, "What? I forgot to cancel this." Mm-hmm. And so she, I liked this. Gets up and decides to dance anyway. <laughs> I had a big smile on yeah. my face for all of this. So she's yeah. dance, she's like, you know what? I was embarrassed I am, for her. That was the only thing that was hard. I was like, oh no, poor Allie. You know why I like her though, Rach? Mm-hmm. Because like she wasn't great. Mm-hmm. She was obviously like angling to be popular. She was like trying to do this thing. But at the end, when like the chips were down, she gets up there and she's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not a great friend. <laughs> wow. I'm not a good dancer. Yeah. And I'm really bad at starting clubs, but you know, I love my school and this and that, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. I love. She really is quick to like own her mistakes. Mm -hmm. At least here she was. I liked that. Yeah. So she dances. It's a little embarrassing, but she doesn't care. She fucking goes for it. And then she's like, come on, everybody. And then Claire and Wesley and Dave join. Mm-hmm. And then the whole everybody's dancing. Mm-hmm. I really. Everybody's I kinda, dancing. And I'm like, this I had a big nice. smile on my yeah. face. This was sweet. Power Squad was, seemed like uninterested. It was pretty corny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The Power Squad was just like standing bus- b- behind her, like quietly judging her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very corny, but it was very cute. Mm-hmm. I, I was here for it. I am like, I don't. Claire is the best. I love Claire. Yeah. I'm waiting to hate Claire, everybody. You're, mm-hmm. you're promising me I'm going to hate this character who I just unabashedly love, who does nice things a lot of the time. Yeah. Now she seems like the best friend that anyone could have. Other than She's when she was f- trying to steal Casey back, but I'm also like, well, Jenna did steal him from you. So, yeah, but also Casey my- is a person with, uh, you know, 
his own will so he can also make decisions. Well, I'm, I'm far less upset about her trying to steal Casey from Jenna mm-hmm. and more like disappointed that she would still want Casey. Yeah. After what yeah. Happened. So that's sort of like where I am with that with like Jenna. It's like, whatever she did. She did her dirty. Mm-hmm. So speaking of. Could, could you, you get, get the, the C, C story? story? Um, Quick pause. Uh, I found out just now that this is a Shelly Scarrow mm. episode. Scarrow still writing for Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Scarrow, who I want to call Scarecrow every time I see it. Uh, well, congratulations, Shelly Scarrow, on writing the, the worst episodes of the season so far. <laughs> Shelly Scarrow two-parter. Nah, I'm just kidding, Shelly. You did a good job. This is a fine. These are fine. <laughs> These are fine. So the C story sees us with Casey. Casey, who is told that he could be the the wide receiver nice. for the team. Nice. Yeah. Coach Anderson Armstrong wants him to be the wide receiver, but he's reticent to trust any coaches. Yes. After what happened with Coach Carson. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was a fucking full-on creep, mm-hmm, creepola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but Jenna tells him you can't let some perv affect your whole life. I mean, it's just not wrong. Easy for She's you to wrong. say, but also, you know, you yeah. didn't experience what he experienced. Oh, I guess she did kind of experience it. She well, was it's no, it's traumatic, but also like she does have a point too of like learning resilience and trying again despite that. And I mm. think that I think that it was good that she kind of pushed him a little bit on this because just because one coach was creepy, I would think you might have more luck with the next one. You might meet a perv somewhere else in your life. It's like if you're in one plane crash and you survive, you're probably not going to be in two plane crashes. Yeah, like, what are the odds? Like, they're low, right? <laughs> Unless this school just yeah. breeds pervy coaches. Well, I mean, Coach Anderson Armstrong did force a, you do hate him, a so, sad, yeah. <laughs> shy teenager in a, in a Catholic schoolgirl uniform to show the class the vibrating dildo that was in her backpack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he might not be the most sympathetic ear. Anyway. Uh, so he, and then he goes in to join this team and do 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 he's loving it. Cause all he's the loving girls it. are, he's loving what? it so much. He's loving it so much that like the guy at, um, the group home where he lives is going to tack an hour onto his curfew. And he's like, Jenna helped with this. It's just great. Oh man, he's loving football. He's loving the attention from Marisol, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who who Riley pretends to be his date to like the cookout. Calls, and he calls her Marilyn. Her Marilyn. <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> What's the fucking name Marilyn? And like, <laughs> have you ever? Not met, many people. Uh, have you ever met a Marilyn? I know an like m- one of my mom's friends named Marilyn. Marilyn. Yeah, I don't know anyone our age or younger named Marilyn. But my daughter's name is Beatrix, so mm-hmm. that's an old school name. Maybe Marilyn will come back. I don't think it has yet, though. No, not yet. So Marisol is digging on Casey. She's, mm-hmm. I don't know, getting him stuff. I, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> but Jenna is, like, not feeling it. Jenna's like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Who's texting you? She, he keeps getting texts. And mm-hmm. he's like, it's Marisol. 
because he'd rather Jenna think that he's cheating on her, that there's another woman interested in him than tell her that his mother, spoiler alert, has been texting him a lot. Mm-hmm. So Jenna jealously, 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 jealously mm-hmm. goes into his phone and begins to read his text messages from an unknown mm-hmm. number that say things mm-hmm. like, if you don't call me, I'm going to I'm not going to be able to go to sleep. I miss you so much. Mm-hmm. Jenna calls the number. Which, like, Marisol would not be sending texts like that. Like, she should have been able to figure that out pretty quickly. Yeah, I didn't, though. I thought it was Marisol. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, this is shit, trouble. That's what, mm-hmm. literally what I thought. Uh, so I'm a fucking schmuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so she calls the number, Jenna does, and it turns out it's Casey's mom. And then Jenna steals his phone. <laughs> well, what's also funny about it is that she calls Casey's mom from his phone and then her mom's not like, where's Casey? Like she is like, where's Casey? But she's not like, you're on his phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who is this? It's calling. She goes, you called me, but also like from Casey's phone, you forgot the end of that sentence. Yeah. Casey's mom has gotten out of jail. Oh man. And so then yeah, Jenna steals the phone and he's like, huh, I haven't seen my phone. And she's like, Oh, that's so weird. Like what happened to it? And then it rings in her bag. Casey's like, is that, did you change your ringtone? That Mm -hmm. sounds like my phone. She's on probation. Casey's mom. (laughs) She's been out. She finds out for eight months. Yeah. Casey is pissed, but like not, so pissed like he ends up like talking to jenna like he's not like he's he definitely is like don't take my shit and my family's off limits mm-hmm. and jenna's like but you should talk to your mom i don't know and that's kind of how it ends like yeah so we'll find out what else happens with that next time i'm sure casey's mom has gotten out of jail my favorite song she's on probation casey's mom well, Rach, I don't know about you, but I've forgotten what the boiling point temperature of water is. Two hundred and twelve degrees okay. Fahrenheit. Two, it's two hundred, <laughs> right? Two hundred twelve degrees Fahrenheit. This is why I did really well in science. Yeah, you were good at science <laughs> and math because it's a number and that's math. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we have we, we we used to rank these on the it goes there scale, but since mm-hmm. it goes there has seemed to gone away mm-hmm. and has been replaced by the boiling point, we now rate each episode by how hot it is, how close to boiling it is, 212 degrees Fahrenheit. So last week we did this for the first time. I believe we Mm -hmm. both came down to (laughs) to 96 degrees Fahrenheit, which was significantly less. It was not even close to boiling. I don't know if that's a strong simmer, if -hmm. it's a simmer at all at that point. We don't really know. We didn't learn the simmering point. But we're up to it. So it goes from zero, which is cold water or room mm-hmm. temperature water. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be less than zero. If it was. Well, room temperature is like 70 right. something, right. right? Yeah. You're right. So from. It's going to ze- freeze if it's below 32. So should we say. It's 32 to 212. Is that what we're going to. That's how we're yeah. going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it could actually <laughs> be cold. So yeah. if we go to, th- if we're in the thirties and the forties and the, f- yeah, Ooh, I it's like cold. This. That's like chilled water out of your fridge. I like 
this. So, well, we're still saying from zero to 212. Okay. How hot was episodes 1005 and 6? Yes. 1005 and 1006. 1006. I got 99 problems. You're trying to hint at what your rating is? Boiling. Um, <laughs> hot it was. No, I wasn't. Oh, 99 uh, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not. Last week was 96? No. Uh, yeah, I feel like this went there less than last week, but also like in a different way. Um, the blackmailing felt pretty icky to me, but not like that bad i don't know casey's mom is out of jail casey's mom is out of jail Allie's stuff is like not gonna harm anyone so i'm not really worried about that definitely doesn't boil um i guess that it's like a 77 maybe Mm, i like it i like 77 77 feels good yeah. There's um, a cricket in this room. I hear it. Oh, I hear it. <laughs> it's so fucking loud. Sorry, broomheads. No, they like it. It's, it's like cricket season. Makes them feel like they're in the country. You know, you know what else it is? Um, spider season. Mm. I went. You have a cricket inside the house that's not outside, that's in the house. He's probably right it. next to the window. I hear him. He's in that dollhouse, probably. He's, yeah, he's living there. It's his new home. So he got he got priced out of all the rentals around, so he moved into the dollhouse. Fair, it's abandoned. No one's there. So this episode is not hot. It's not close to boiling. It, you said seventy-seven, which you're calling that's a round room temperature, I think. Um, uh, sixty-two for me. I'm going sixty-two oh, degrees wow. Fahrenheit. I didn't mind these episodes. These were fine. I like that. I. I'm really liking the two parters because even though we've been through this Riley stuff before, I feel like now I'm, I'm with all of these people. Like I'm, I'm not watching these episodes now thinking like, where's Manny? Where's Spinner? Mm-hmm. Where's I, because I, now I've gotten to know these people and the more time I spend with them sort of the, not even the more I like them, the more I'm just like comfortable with them as like my main characters. Um, so yeah. What did I say? Seven, 60. What did I say? 62? 62. I'm going to go with 62 degrees Fahrenheit for Mm -hmm. how, so not boiling, not hot at all, but a fine, fine couple of eps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pat, Mm. I think you know what I'm going to say next. I don't because you always come up with very clever ways to do this. Well, I mean, Who's going to be QB1 in this episode? Oh, I didn't know you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let me think about this. I don't have anybody written down. Drew's mom. Drew's mom is always mad. She's got some fish to fry, Drew's mom. That's the part <laughs> at the end when they go, uh, I'm in mm-hmm. love with Stacey's mom. Mm-hmm. She's on probation, Casey. Casey's mom makes more sense because Stacey. Yeah, it does. Casey. It rhymes. It rhymes. Um, let's see. We got Chas. Mm-hmm. We got Marisol. You got Riley and we Drew. Got Riley and Drew. I don't like any of those people. You got Owen. 
Coach Anderson Armstrong your favorite? No, he can fucking go to hell, that guy. Yeah, Jenna and Shantae. He can burn in hell around a fucking bunch of vibrating dildos and all his ends, like ear <laughs> holes and nose hole. I'm going to go with um, Sav. No, I'm just kidding. I am going <laughs> to You go... love the fact that he wasn't He's actually there. He's not in there. the episode. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do here? I, I know. I, I'm... I'm going to go with Riley. This is like a begrudging Riley. Riley is the lead of the episode. The most stuff happens to him. And in the end, and in the end, he says, I'll say this. I really did like when he said, I hope someday both Riley's are out there because at least he's like building towards something. That's a bit of a change because up and before yeah. that, he was always like, I'll ne- it'll never happen. I can't do it. I'll be closeted for my whole life. And mm-hmm. so like slowly, but surely it's chipping away. And he's sort of like, I, I need him to get to a place where he, and some people never get there. So it, it, I, I can't begrudge him that, but I'm going to go with Riley. There's really nobody else for me. Who's like, mm-hmm. I guess Bianca, but I like, don't even know this person. So um, no, I look at you going for the person who changed and did stuff. And me, I'm like, you. Me. this is like that's a you. personal growth. That's the Ted Lasso in you. <laughs> oh, by shucks. Shucks. By golly. Uh, you ever seen a raccoon sifting through still water in a f- boathouse? See, you really make it sound like the Midwest is some like backwater. <laughs> he does. That's the fu- <laughs> everything is always like some fucking metaphor and joke with like uh, fucking raccoons and shit. I'm not making that up. That's in the show. Um. I'm not projecting that onto the Midwest. Ted Lasso is bringing that into the conversation <laughs> every week of that show. Anyway, um, I see your point on Riley. I also did not write anyone down yet, but it's a hard I just week. Don't like Riley. <laughs> I know. I'm with you at all as a character. Um, so, ah. Uh, but it was that was great. But I also just like love Allie. <laughs> no, I love Allie too, and I think yeah. But I, I think I actually do have to go with Riley because I think if I'm going by my own standards, I should be more annoyed with Allie. So I was far less annoyed with Allie than you. It's, I think. Oh fuck it! It's the dance at the end. It's Allie. I did like the dance at the end quite a bit. It's Allie. I'm crossing out Riley. I'm writing down Allie. I can't believe you suggested that I was projecting that onto the show. That is what that fucking character does all the time. I'm doing an impression of the show, not yeah. an impression of like people from the Midwest. That's the folksy fucking cartoon character that he plays. Foghorn fucking Leghorn on that show for heaven's sakes. I love Allie. I do that last day. I mean, now I'm even questioning mine. Because yeah. I love, I did really love that. And I like Claire there, but you can't give it yeah. to Claire. Claire, Claire was in it for like two seconds. Like, that's not enough. But that whole last, last dance for love. What do you think about the music in this episode? I don't know if I remember much of it. There were like songs in it. Mm-hmm. Like that song when. When, there, when they all came in to dance. Yeah, Bianca snapping. Snapping. She was fucking snippety snap. Oh, she snap, whistled too. Snap. 
happy. She whistled to stop everyone, and then they're practicing walking, and someone runs into a wall, and she's like, "These." That was pretty ready. funny when that guy walked that was, into the yeah. wall. <laughs> Bianca feels like a character I'm going to like a lot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I don't. I I can't see how I'm going to like her now. So I'm curious. Really? You yeah. Didn't like her towards the end when she was like, "All you care about is being popular." No, because I thought that she was kind of... I didn't like that she came in and took over Allie's club. No, I didn't either. That was true. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. I mean, I don't really care about being popular, so, you know. Everybody did walk out on Allie, though. They They did. We just want to dance. You just wanted to be popular. Big D dance crew. The Big D dance crew. K-R-E-W. So, along with the dance crew, um, we've got someone new to welcome into the room. Oh, <laughs> it is so nice for me to come back into the show, even though I'm not on the show anymore. It is a nice to have a reason. If you need, if nothing else, you come to the Patreon. The reason for the season is me and Mr. Dale Rossi. You got to come. You got to bring me back. And if you sign up for the Patreon, I come back every time. Otherwise, you may never hear from me because there's no Italians on the sh- on the show anymore. There's a Greek. <laughs> there's a Greek, Riley Stavros. But as for Italians, I don't think there's anybody that is Italian on the show anymore. So I don't have a reason to be there. But if you sign up for the Patreon, every time I come on, I say, hello, it is a nice to see you. And we will never be royals. I'm so happy the queen is dead. You know, I hate the fucking queen. Do you want to know who's joining us in the room? <laughs> I want to tell the queen to fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yeah, so tell me who's on it. Tell me I want to see who is here. It's uh, Wendy. I knew it. I knew you were going to say a Wendy. I knew it. I said to myself, this is a who it is going to be. It is a wonderful, wonderful Wendy. www.wonderfulwonderfulwendy.wendy.com. She is the best <laughs> person. She's so good to be here. I'm so happy to have her. Oh, wonderful, the wonderful, the Wendy. It is a nice to see you. Come on inside. You're going to have a temperature control the room. And everywhere you go, it's going to feel like it's your perfect temperature. Now the summer's over. It is a get a little chilly, although it's not the chilly at all. It's still very hot. But soon oh, it was it, nice today. Oh, so horrible. Here, so muggy, humid all day. I'm sweating oh. all over the place. It is a terror. Oh. But I digress. Wendy, come on in. Put the sock on the door, take the sock off the door, you do whatever you want with the door, I don't even care, you come in, it's a perfect time, you have a scrunchiel, you have a pasta fazool, you have all the good food, you have have salam, and you can have parmesan, and you can have provolone, and you can come in, and we're going to have a nice time, we're going to dance, oh, but we would dance with the bigger D dance crew, come in here, we'll go, womp, baba, doobie, sabit, dibba, dabba, dibba, dabba, dooba, dabba, dooba, and then we sing, of course, um... Oh, la, la, mambo italiano, hey, la, la. That is a good one that we sing. I thought you were going to do mambo number five for a second. A little bit of Tina's, all I need. A little bit of Tina's, what does it? Now I will do it, because you said it. But thank you, oh, Wendy. It is a great, the heavier, come into the room. The best people are in this room. Top and notch of people. And also, it's not the only people. If you listen closely, you're going to also hear a cricket. 
That's a quick <laughs> And it is a singing a song. A winner you will wish upon a star. It makes a no difference to who you are. When you will wish upon a star. Oh my goodness, do your dreams are coming true. Hey, welcome to the room, Wendy. Top-notch people. And if you want to be welcome to the room by Mr. Del Rossi for five <laughs> full minutes, he may sing to you. He may not. It depends on what's you don't, going on. You never know. It's like it's like a cameo. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to This is a cameo. I should do cameos as Mr. Del Rossi. <laughs> you should. I'm sure that actor's not yeah, doing it. He's that. not on cameo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you would like to join us uh, in the room, you can find us on patreon.com slash deep. You help uh, support the show that way. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28 or on Facebook at Deem Podcast or the Dopeheads and Dopeheads, <laughs> the Broomheads and Dope Monkeys Facebook group. Dopeheads and the Broom Monkeys. I got to say, you know, I listen to all these podcasts. And they say, you know, you join the Patreon, we'll say your name on the podcast. And you get a bunch of poindexters like, yeah, blah, 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 Jim, Jim Fields. Like, that's all they do. Thanks, Jim Fields. And thanks for, uh, thanks, Chas Bono, for coming on uh, the Patreon. <laughs> you fucking join the Degrassi every episode of her marathon podcast Patreon. You get mm-hmm. a full five minutes. You do. Unless you do. like a bunch of you join in the same time, then you all get five minutes. But you're going to get a, a wonderful welcome mm-hmm. from one of the warmest, most lovely characters. Warmer and more lovely than the character on the show, I'd have to say. Oh, hands down. Yeah, he hated its gay son. Well, no, he grew to love him, but it took a minute. <laughs> it took a minute. Let's not, yeah. let's not okay. drag okay. the great, the actual Mr. Del Rossi through the coals over here. He, he came around. Took him a minute. Eventually, yeah. Oh, you have it to have it the pizza. You have it to come. I like it to eat the pizza in the mall. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that you like to eat the pizza in the morning and the pizza in the evening. And <laughs> the, the pizza at the pizza at the supper time. No, you remember when he had Dylan and they were eating at the Italian restaurant? In oh the yes, mall? yes, like, yeah, the same one that we used to see plain Sue at sneakily. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yeah, it's you got to do it, Patreon. For if for nothing else, then have that moment preserved in time forever. Wendy mm-hmm. has a moment now preserved in time forever. Mm-hmm. It will always be on the internet. <laughs> Being welcome to the room by Mr. Del <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Um, so we'll be back. Oh no, we won't be back next week. Oh no, we will not. Tell yeah, them it's we're a done. vacation this is week. It. We're quitting. We quit. <laughs> it's it's a vacation <laughs> week. Um, so we will not be back next week. Um, but if you join the Patreon, you know, bonus episodes there, plenty to listen yeah. to. We're watching Eclipse, everybody. We're oh, watching we Eclipse. I don't know when I'm going to do it. I'm going to get through it at some point. Dakota Fanning, right? Lot, lots of Dakota Fanning in this one, Well, right? like Am some right? Dakota Fanning, but not, not lots. Oh, I don't know why I thought she I mean, she is, but anyway. it's like two scenes instead of one. Oh, that's it? Yeah, she's not in it much. I, I, I also didn't think she was very good in it, but that's hey, for the Patreon. Rachel, that's for the Patreon. what are you doing here? You're giving away Well, you know what? Bon it's, it's time to say then. Good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely.